Welcome back in. Brady Farkas show right here on a Tuesday. WDEV, AM and FM, and WDEVradio.com. Lots uh, that we've been marinating on today, including the Celtics, the Kyrie Irving situation, C's and Nets in Game 5 tonight. C's trying to extend their season. Joining us now for the best 15 minutes of the week is our guy, former UVM Hoops coach, the legend himself, Tom Brennan. TB, how are you? I am wonderful, Brady. How are you? I am in need of detox. I was at a wedding all weekend, wedding festivities. <laughs> I was boy. I was oh. in the wedding, so therefore that meant the rehearsal dinner, that meant the wedding itself, that meant the post dinner, the post wedding barbecue. So uh, Brady is in need of a little detox. Oh man, you know what? I love living my life vicariously through people like you. <laughs> <laughs> I can imagine you being a real hoot at weddings. I was I was a people like you when, <laughs> when I was your age. <laughs> Did any of your old players yes, ever I'm invite you to the wedding? Uh, what's that? Did any of your old players ever invite you to their weddings? Uh, this is like a setup. Uh, Thirty-four we've been to. Thirty-four. Oh, <laughs> Thirty know that sounds like a lie, but it's not. And uh, like I said, man, you drink high-end whiskey and. Uh, uh, everybody's dressed to kill, and you get to dance like nobody's watching. I mean, I love it. I, I love going to my players' weddings. One of the greatest parts of the job. Thirty-four players' weddings. I mean, just that—that's amazing in terms of the uh, impact you've had on players' lives that they want you there. But also, they must have been paying you way more at UVM than I thought to be able to afford thirty-four weddings. They just couldn't catch me stealing. <laughs> I, I, to say it simply. <laughs> well, you know, I love... Well, you know, I didn't make a lot of money there, but my wife made a lot of money, yeah. so that, that was helpful. But you... uh, anyway, yeah, it was great. We went... Uh, I, I think one of the neatest ones was uh, uh, David Haynes' wedding uh, in Canada, and um, it was so cool because the other four seniors uh, and their wives were there, and Lynn and I, and it was just, it was just wonderful. I mean, uh, it was one of, the, one of the greatest days of my life. What is the go-to dance song at a wedding for you? Like, you're sitting down, you're having a cocktail, you're with your wife, this song comes on and you're getting up and dancing. What is that song for you? Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm blanking on it. Uh, Minnesota Fats Daughter. Uh, I have no idea, so I just uh, shout. Uh, there, I can't <laughs> even think of her name now. You got me on the spot, but I'll get it before we... Uh, uh, it's a slow song, and it is, it is fantastic. See, the thing is, I've kind of run out of gas with the fast one. I'm not, you know, I only got maybe one in me. Yeah. And, um, you know, so, uh, and so I, I try to sit close to the dance floor so I can sneak on, but uh, basically I'm more of a, of a chat guy. All right. Well, that's I can see you playing the room well and talking to everybody. <laughs> So, hey, I want to uh, move over to the Celtics, and, and on a serious note, that was fun. This is serious. We've been talking a lot about this today. Um, the incidents of poor fan behavior we've seen over the last week, do you think the NBA should move the fans back? Well, that's a good question. Uh, my, uh, you know, my heart tells me no, of course not. Those people have <laughs> have waited and waited and waited and waited. But, uh, but my head tells me, uh, we're in a bad spot in this country right now. We, I, mean, I hate to bring it like that, but, uh, you know, and, uh, and uh, of all people, of all people, of course, Kyrie. And, uh, you know, so, you know, he's a, uh, an unbelievable agitator. You know, you can say what you want about the guy, but he is an agitator. And, and of course, uh, you know, he told me, uh, listen to me, I'm like a child here. He told these people he was going to stay. And then he didn't stay, and so now they're all upset about that. And they have a kind of a right to be upset. 
but they, nobody has the right to throw anything at him. And I, I did my heart good, honestly, and uh, uh, to see that kid carted off in, in the handcuffs because that's exactly what needs to happen. But I think the bigger question, right, is, is where are we going? What the hell is going on with these people? What's wrong? Why uh, are we in this state, in this country, uh, that that the feelings get so hurt and people get so upset that they got to resort uh, you know, to things like this. Even even the popcorn on, on Russell Westbrook, he would have ripped that guy's head off if they were on Broad Street, you know. And and uh, but but people feel like uh, they're entitled. They have these rights because they paid for the tickets, and we do know they paid an outrageous amount of money for the tickets. And uh, so they think, okay, uh, all's fair. And uh, but we really have to do something to curb it. Now I, I think we live in a world now where you can't get away with. It. That's one thing. I mean, there are cameras everywhere. There's no, you got no chance of getting away with something like that. And, um, but I'll tell you this. I'll give you an example. Uh, I took my two grandsons to a Red Sox game, a Red Sox-Yankee game. And, um, you know, we didn't have great seats. We were on the first baseline, but we were, we were back. And, um, and all of a sudden, this guy, after a couple of beers, started chanting about this and that. And, and, um, and you know, I'm thinking to myself, you know, TB, what's, what are you going to do here? You know, I mean, you can't. Uh, my heart told me I couldn't let the guy keep going. I just had to tell him to be quiet. I have children here, and uh, but uh, but before I could do that, there were probably six or seven other people that said to the guy, "Hey, get out of here! You don't talk like that, or we don't want to hear that." And I'm thinking, forget whether he has to leave or not. He just quieted down. But the uncomfortableness of all that. It's just so uncomfortable. You think a fight's going to break out any minute, and, and you might even be involved in it for God's sake. It's like it's it's crazy. So I, I I don't know. I don't know. We all you know we all love the with, with social media. We all love our voices heard, and we all feel like people want to hear our voices. But uh, it, it it can be really uncomfortable, and uh, and it really has to be monitored more closely than it is. I think that. Former Catamount Hoops coach Tom Brennan with us here on the Brady Farkas Show on WDEV, AM and FM, and WDEVradio.com. <clears throat> you know, I think we can agree that that fan is an idiot, and we I also agree that he deserved to be arrested. So there, But two separate conversations can exist. So putting that in one box, what would you think of Kyrie stepping on the logo? Uh, I think Kyrie is one of the biggest punks to ever come down the pike. I mean, I, I, and if you followed him at all, uh, you know that uh, he doesn't. And, and and again, this is another personal note for me. I did a Harvard game, uh, and he was friends of the point guard of Harvard. I think the kid's in the league now, if I'm not mistaken. But um, uh, and so I was on I was on press row. I was I was doing the game, and and he was sitting like three seats over. And uh, and my grandson, a fifth grade, sixth grade at the time, comes over to me, says, "Papa, that's Kyrie. That's Kyrie." I said, yeah, 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 go over and say hello. Don't say hello. Don't be, you know. So he walks over. He didn't get within two steps of Irving. He said, get out of here. Get out of here. I ain't talking. Get out of here. Well, no, come on, man. The guy's in fifth grade. You're at the game. He's not, you know, Jesus. I just thought this guy, he really needs some help. Uh, and, and so, obviously, and, and of course, I, I didn't put much into the, uh, yeah, I'm going to stay and then not stay. I mean, that's just, you know, that's business. I, I, I can I can work with that, but but just as the way he treats people and and his his outrageous uh, tweets and all things of that nature, uh, he he's just he's just very 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 
tough to root for. That's <laughs> that's for sure. On the court tonight, but he's really good. How about what do you get? Forty-two on him that night. I mean, he look. Kyrie is incredible, and to be honest with you, he's my favorite player to watch. I mean, the combination uh-huh. of ball handling with his shooting stroke and his ability to take contact and finish with both hands. I mean, I think Kyrie Irving is a generational player. It doesn't excuse some of the other things that he has done, but I love watching Kyrie Irving. Um, game five is tonight. The Celtics are going to need 50 from Tatum probably if they want to if they want to stay in this series. But long term, I don't think you're a huge fan of Tatum. It sounds like. Well, I, you know, I'm 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 conflicted. I mean, you know, I love uh, I, I'm really rooting for Brad Stevens, of course, and uh, and my my heart uh, wants me wants the Celtics to to be great. I would love for that. Uh, but Jesus, I, I just the, the idea that uh, it's just. You know, it takes him a lot of, and it sounds ridiculous, takes him a lot of shots to get 50. Uh, yeah. And he makes he makes an incredible amount of bad shots. But he is, I think, as you just used the term, a generational player. He reminds me of Kobe a little bit mm. uh, in that he takes so many bad shots and makes so many bad shots. But, uh, but yeah, and I, I think the conflict there is going to come when, when Brown comes back and how do they play with those two guys. Brown, I think, is a great player, too. I really believe that. And on both ends of the floor. So, um, but yeah, right now it doesn't work, and and it doesn't work because one guy's getting guy's getting fifty, and he's blowing you away doing it. But he's also taking thirty five or thirty eight shots to get there, and that and that doesn't really help anybody. ATB Poetry Corner, what do you got for me this week, huh? You know what, Osaka messed me up. Is that her name? Who, yes, who, Naomi, who, Naomi Osaka. We'll be we, we've talked about her today. That's it. She was going to be my uh, and and she she left, and so my poem was dictated a whole different way, and now I can't now oh. I can't use it. I'll give it to you next Tuesday. So Tom Brennan's poetry corner is a is a one and done. No, 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 no. <laughs> We're taking a week off. Next Tuesday, I'll have one for you. All right, TB former UVM hoops coach. Uh, hey, enjoy Game Five tonight, and I look forward to your poetry next week. I'm uh, my boy. Thank you for having me, man. I I, I look forward to this every week.